0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes.
1: Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so precious? was still there oh say does that star spangled banner yet wave or oh, the last
2: Be seated. Good morning. How are, we, how are we all feeling? Let's start by saying congratulations class of 2017. Give them a big hand. Your parents have been waiting for this day more than you have, (laughs) and it's here. And here I am, very delighted and honored to welcome our graduates, family, and friends to our all-campus commencement at the University of California, San Diego. Joining me on the platform party are esteemed members of our university and our keynote speaker, His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. We are so fortunate that His Holiness graciously agreed to be be here with us today at UC San Diego out of all the commencement ceremonies he could possibly be at. And his message of compassion aligns with our mission of education, research, and public service. UC San Diego, is a university that cares about the greater good. We fuel the next generation leaders. We seek solutions, and we seek solutions to societal challenges. We solve problems that no one has solved before. We attract like-minded humanitarians, dynamic students like all of you here today, who will make a positive and a lasting impact and leave a dent For the positive, it's not like your car. (laughs) And faculty at the forefront of their fields who have led UC San Diego to be ranked number sixth in the nation for total research output. Important and relevant research that addresses important problems like climate change that saves lives that pushes the frontiers of arts and humanities. This is our faculty who are doing this great work. Give them a big hand, please. You are graduating today from a university that is home to Nobel laureates, MacArthur Fellows, and recipients of the Pulitzer Prize, National Medal of Science, Tony Awards, Emmys, and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. You are graduating from a university that has spun off more than 650 companies and put San Diego on the map as a high-tech and a biotech hub in the United States of America. Thank you. You are graduating from a university that was founded that was founded as and remains an experimental campus. We drive innovation each and every day. We drive innovation to advance society. We drive innovation to advance humanity. Our boldness and our ambition to positively change our society and the planet have led to worldwide recognition. UC San Diego is ranked the seventh best public university in the world and number one for a positive impact on the nation because we are the leading agents of social mobility in the nation. Thank you. The fact is, a degree from UC San Diego is prestigious, respected, and most of all, enduring. It's gonna stay with you for the rest of your life. Anything is possible with your UC San Diego education. And I hope you leave today knowing that, believing that, and making it come true. And, thank you, please. Hey. So your success started with your supporters who are here today, and I'd like to take this opportunity to recognize the parents and family members of our graduates, they're all back there. Thank you very much. And to our faculty and academic leadership, I say thank you for sharing your knowledge, imparting your wisdom, and guiding our students on their quest to forge their own trails. So class of 2017, we have instilled in you, our newest Triton graduates, a spirit of knowledge, discovery, and service. The degree you receive today is more than a declaration of your talents. It is a declaration of your triton character, your integrity, empathy, and conscience. It exemplifies your curiosity and initiative to gain a deeper understanding of our world and ourselves, and above all else, that will be the key to your success. So it is this sense of triton character that led us to extend an invitation to His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, to be with us today. I had the honor, thank you. I had the honor, I had the pleasure, and once in a lifetime gift of meeting His Holiness last October for the first time. It was a meeting I'll never forget. Peace and positivity radiate from him. His wisdom inspires us to be better and better caretakers of our world and better caretakers of each other. This is a noble message and one that is needed now more than ever. As we, wrestle with our instabi- with, as we wrestle with instability in our world, his message transcends borders and languages. It's a message of compassion. So the title of his talk today is The Value of Education, Ethics, and Compassion for the Well-Being of Self and Others. So let, let me share a little bit of a background on His Holiness. The Mongolian name, Dalai Lama, is translated to ocean of wisdom. The Dalai Lamas are believed to be manifestations of the Buddhist Buddhist sattva of compassion and the patron saint of Tibet. They are realized beings inspired by a wish to attain Buddhahood for the benefit of all sentient beings who have vowed to be reborn in the world to help humanity. His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama was born in 1935 to a farming family in northeastern Tibet. At age two, he was recognized as the reincarnation of the 13th Dalai Lama, the spiritual leader, leader of Tibetan Buddhism. He began his monastic studies at the age of six. After 18 years of intense study in subjects including logic, fine arts, Sanskrit, medicine, and Buddhist philosophy, he graduated with, graduated with an equivalent of a PhD in Buddhist metaphysics. Since then, he has received 72 honorary doctorate degrees for his contributions to the field of neuroscience, humanities, Buddhist science, diplomatic science, chemistry, pharmacy, law, and philosophy. Thank you. That's what we expect you to live up to. (laughs) He has dedicated his life to uh, to offering dialogues on important subjects from science and Buddhism to environmental issues and education. The 14th Dalai Lama is the first person to bring together Buddhist science with Western science. He has initiated the scientific study of compassion. So for his global work, he has received dozens of prestigious awards such as the 1989 Nobel Peace Prize, the U.S. Congressional Gold Medal, the Templeton Prize, the International International League for Human Rights Award. And today, it is my pleasure to add one more award to that honorable list by presenting His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama with the UC San Diego Medal. This is the highest honor given by the university in recognition of significant accomplishments in life. It it has been only awarded 12 times since it was first given in 1987. So Your Holiness, before before you impart your words of wisdom, it is my honor to present you with the UC San Diego Medal. Carol Chang, our Chair of Board of Trustees, will be here to help me present the medal. That's not the only thing we are presenting. We have a lay from the students. This is from our students.
3: Thank you. We have from our
4: Thank
5: you.
2: And last but not the least. We are going to make you a Triton with a UC San Diego hat. (laughs) (laughs) Your Holiness, it's yours.
4: Thank you. <coughs> I prefer this hat. <laughs> <coughs> respected elder brothers and sisters, and then mainly younger brothers, sisters. I'm extremely happy uh, to participate in this, I think, great... Uh, I don't know that word. <laughs> Actually, see, I start learning English. I think uh, 19 late 1940s. But still, still my English remain very, very broken English. <laughs> Sometimes I really feel as a Buddhist monk, as a Buddhist. Practice, you see, the uh, reaching Buddhahood. English, not very necessary. <laughs> then plus, since my childhood, I was quite a lazy student. <laughs> so now is a meeting with i think yesterday also i mentioned leading with a meeting with uh, young people i really feel oh this is these people are the future of our humanity so furthermore 21st century, just the beginning. So you have the opportunity and also responsibility, you see, to develop or to create a better world, happier world. No longer violence, no longer this huge gap, rich and poor. Uh, so you can do that. We elder people, I think may not see that kind of world, but you can see, so you can enjoy. So please uh, think humanity. Actually, uh, human being, a social animal. So now today's reality, not only nation to nation, but continent to continent, heavily interdependent, and plus uh, on that way, oh, the global warming also you see causing some problem. So this is not a particular particular sort of nation or particular continent, but the whole world. So these sort of nature phenomena. Uh, teach us we human being must work unitedly with common effort or common goal. That's happy world. This century should be a peaceful century. In that respect, now you have the opportunity as well as responsibility to create that kind of world so now in order to create happier peaceful world firstly uh, inner peace very important peace world peace must achieve through inner peace not through weapon so therefore the firstly you Uh, now as a result of several years study uh, now you get Dekasa final degree or something. So oh so I firstly I want to express congratulation. I myself after Several years study, although at the beginning very lazy, as I mentioned earlier. Then later, I make some effort. So so then, after final examination, I feel great achievement like that. So you also now now you got the kind of degree. Uh, so you feel, I think several years effort now bring, uh, I think good result. Now. You should think how to use this, your knowledge. This knowledge should not be the source of the creation of a problem. This knowledge now should be a source of peace. One self as a peaceful, happy individual and surrounding you also you see, gain more happier, more peaceful. So here, education alone, no guarantee to bring that. So warm-heartedness is very, very essential. I think yesterday also I, I think mentioned combine warm-heartedness, and this uh, brilliant brain, combine these two, then, uh, firstly, individual themselves be more happier, more calm, more relaxed. Uh, And then to others also, you see, that kind of attitude automatically bring more friends. I think, if may I say so, those young boys, then you will find nice girl. <laughs> those those girls, you will find, uh, you see, good boys always. Like uh, that. So that's the human nature. So therefore, all these happy family, happy society, ultimately, very much depend on our inner peace. So inner peace, just mere education, not necessarily guarantee to bring inner peace. Inner peace with warm heartedness, then inner peace come. So, uh, so, and then, now you completed your study period. Now, anyway, Now you begin to another life, a style, work, not easy, complicated Uh, complicated sort of society. Life will not be easy. So now determination, willpower, optimism is very essential for that also warm-heartedness there, you will develop self-confidence. If you too much self-centered attitude, then more fear, hesitant, distrust. Uh, other hand, warm-heartedness uh, develop sense of concern of others' well-being, uh, warm-heartedness, uh, then you get more confidence, self-confidence. That is the key factor for development of determination, willpower, optimism. So these things are important. According to my own experience, you see, uh, my difficult life, you see, these things become very, very uh, helpful. So that I want to share. And then, of course, all those teachers, really, I appreciate your many years, or I think decades, you really, uh, the nourishing effect? Uh, nurtured mm, the, our younger generation. So very much appreciate. Thank you. Uh, working. Working in the field of education is, I think, the wonderful sort of service, the wonderful way to serve a human being. And then also, you see, those people, I think, among the students, may have some sort of, uh, of physicians or doctors, physicians, you see, who take care about our health. So these two things teachers education and uh, a tra- trainer re- training medical thing I think these two things are the best way to serve humanity now particularly education uh, I say must bring our because of the f- full because of fully utilize ability or potential of our brain. So for that holistic sort of education uh, is very essential. So that I want to, to tell you and then and then among the teachers and also among the students, I think some Indians isn't it? So all these, I always now telling, all these are my knowledge and my experience. it is come from ancient Indian culture, Indian knowledge. So I really found the ancient Indian knowledge really very, very helpful. So uh, I usually, you see, telling my Indian friend, now it is very important to revive this ancient Indian knowledge. Then similarly, I think there are some Chinese students, isn't, isn't it? Oh. So it's China, huarin Chinese people. Historically, they, you see, they uh, are they, uh, follower of Buddha Dharma. Now, today in China, the seven millions, uh, about four hundred millions Buddhists there. So, therefore, now the uh, Chinese uh, should pay more attention about your cultural sort of heritage, and here very important rule. About Buddha Dharma, particularly the Sanskrit tradition. So I usually, you see, telling when I met some Chinese students or some intellectuals, uh, I usually tell them. Now, I think this generation of China, they say they have different sort of experiences. So some some kind of sort of experiment. Oh. So now, uh. time comes. a more attention to promote deeper human value. That's compassion. So sometimes even I mentioned some kind of uh, new cultural revolution, cultural revolution of compassion. That I feel, you see, many problems such as corruption and huge gap between the poor, you see, they, through education, try to promote compassion led by the Communist Party and under the leadership of Xi Jinping. I think uh, uh, time, maybe, I think. Uh, uh, right, I, I feel that. So there are some Asian people, I mean students from Asia. You see, most of the Asian country traditionally follow of Buddha Dharma. So now here we should make distinction. Certain Buddhist concepts, such as uh, knowledge about human mind, human emotion and logic should not consider these are part of Buddhism, no. These should be academic subject. I think eventually this university, I think eventually, we see, should, uh, should start some study about ancient Indian sort of knowledge about uh, psychology and logic. And a certain philosophy which is very similar to quantum physics. So therefore, these should consider as an academic subject these relevant to entire seven billion human being. In order to create peaceful mind, inner peace, you should know the nature or system of these emotions. Uh, with fuller knowledge about the whole system of emotion, then better position to tackle our destructive emotion. So this is simply, sometimes I describe the hygiene of emotion, similar hygiene of physical. So this subject should not consider a religious matter, but an academic subject. We are not talking about next life or heaven or hell. No. Simply this world, seven billion human beings, everyone wants a happy life. Happiness there happiness and a sort of a painful experience there are two levels sensorial level, mental level. I think a modern materialistic life very much depends on sensorial experiences. This is temporary. So more permanent happiness in a peace related with mental because of the men, mental state. So therefore, you see the uh, fuller knowledge about the system of mind is very, very useful, very essential. So I hope eventually uh, some sort of education institution, I think should pay more attention and carry more research how to introduce a modern education field. because existing modern education very much oriented about material value. So this is not sufficient. If we are just a part of machine, then okay. But we have this consciousness, this feeling, pains and pleasure. So these are the mental thing, although sensory level also there are some, but more superior is the mental level. So you should know the whole system. I usually call map of emotion uh, as a sort of the psychology, like that. So sometimes I think too much, I think presumptuous way. I think too much bold. Maybe, uh, sometimes I feel, oh, existing Western psychology compare ancient in- Indian psychology, uh, modern psychology looks like kindergarten level. <laughs> the ancient Indian sort of psychology highly developed. Now, modern Indian not much pay attention to these things. I always urging them, must sort of pay more attention. Seriously. So, so that, according to my own experience, uh, I feel these are something important to create happy individual, happy family, happy community. Finally, seven billion humanity uh, uh, in order to be more happy humanity, more peaceful humanity through that way, peaceful century, ultimately very much different on uh, mental levels sort of attitude or mental levels sort of say certain good qualities such as compassion and wisdom. So that's all. Thank you.
2: Isn't that amazing? Okay. It is my great pleasure now to introduce our student speaker, Ricky (laughs) Flahiv. Flahiv. All right, just a little bit about him. He was selected as today's student speaker through a series of auditions with a panel of peers faculty, and campus leaders, and you will soon appreciate why he was chosen. Ricky has a passion for helping others, and he has overcome a lot of adversity to get to where he is today. While at UC San Diego, he's been a peer mentor, a student counselor, and an advocate for transfer students. He's already having having a tremendously positive impact on the lives of people around him, Today, Ricky will receive degrees in both political science and sociology. Next, he has his eyes set on graduate school. He would like to be an educator and a local change maker while working to impact the world through elected office. So we are fortunate to have him represent UC San Diego's class of 2017. Please welcome Ricky.
0: Good morning. Are we excited? Hold on, are we excited? Thank you all very much. Uh, I just wanna take time out to recognize how much of an incredible honor it is to be following His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama in this once in a lifetime occasion. Um, Thank you to friends, distinguished faculty and staff, and um, I would be remiss not to take this opportunity to thank my family Uh, my Aunt Kathy and Uncle Don, my Aunt Raquel and Keith, little cousin Jacob and Giovanna, my grandparents, my Grandma Gertrude, um, and of course my parents, who taught me the value of responsibility and hard work, and without them, I, I would not be here today. Thank you. So when I first sat down to write this speech, I found myself thinking back to that one moment I found out I was accepted to UCSD. I had just submitted my appeal for admission and you know, after getting a originally and remember frantically checking my application status multiple times a day. And I remember casually logging in one day and seeing congratulations Triton as the subject line of an email. My hands shaking as I opened it to see the mascot pointing his sword through my computer screen. Although I heard it's like a Triton. They fact checked my speech. Um, and I remember thinking about that mascot as like an identity, you know? Is this really happening? After years at community college, agonizing over my personal statement, freaking out over my GPA, was I finally <coughs> actually gonna be a Triton? <coughs> Clicking that SIR button, I took that first plunge, signing on to a journey to another chapter in a story that somehow led me here at this podium today, beyond probably even my own expectations. Truth is, I probably shouldn't even be able to call myself a Triton today. I'm among the first in my family to graduate from college. Born and raised with tremendous pride, 30 minutes down the five in Chula Vista. Oh yeah, where's my South Bay at? 30 minutes on a good day. (laughs) We didn't really have much growing up, and we moved a lot. I guess the biggest hurdle for me was that, with a ton of of personal and family trials going on at home, I never really got to go to elementary school. just never went. I had one year in second grade where I learned how to read. I really began this whole educational journey thing in the last three months of the sixth grade and learned the basics of math, social studies, even the norms of just socializing with other kids pretty much from scratch. As I fought to stay in school keep good grades, and stay above water with my parents. We spent seven straight years in a hotel room in Chula Vista. Seven years. And they did their best. Eventually, I moved in with my grandparents. Nobody in the family even expected me to graduate high school. And when I did, I didn't have the best GPA. Nobody accepted me out of the gate. And San Diego City College gave me a second hope. my night's at. In the address that we just heard, that I have the distinction of following, we learned about the themes and ethics of the Dalai Lama. Compassion, embracing diversity, the acceptance of others. I found that compassion in the educators that believed in me. In a way... I'm kind of a child of, of student support programs. City's first-year experience and later our very own TRIO S program. Shout out TRIO and Summer Bridge. Gave me the friends, the acceptance, and the community which convinced me that I belong in college. Without them, I don't know where I would be. That's my story. I'm not ashamed of it. I love my family. All of y'all sitting in the VIP booth today. And I couldn't have done it without each and every single one of you. And this made me the person I am today, and nobody could take that from me. But there are so many of you with your own personal story that you could just as easily have shared today on this stage. Every single one of you carrying a piece of the human experience, thousands of individual stories making up a community of Tritons regardless of college. Whether it be the service leaders of Roosevelt, the 21st century citizens of Sixth, or those wild independent spirits of Muir College, and I got some words for you later. Each and every one of you made it here with your own unique and beautiful story carried with you. That story did not end here, as I found out. You were only crafting a new chapter. Stories that range from the silly, from going to Vallarthas at two in the morning, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Getting the nerve to share something at open mic night at the loft or the general store. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Coming home late from the library and, like, running into a raccoon on your way home. Yeah. Staying up late in the res halls or in your village apart and butt-mashing on Smash Brothers with your roommates. The deciding to be a change agent and campaigning on library walk for AS or any org that you're involved in to studying abroad on a global seminar, meeting that special someone. Or, or as I found out this week, unplugging your computer while in Geisel and losing an essay you were working on, on Word for three hours. Never letting that one go. But then there are stories that are more serious. Having to drop classes because financial aid didn't kick in. Feelings of alienation and isolation on a sprawling campus, or being the only one in your family who really understands how to navigate the institution, to the running out of dining dollars midway through the year, then having to turn to the food pantry, to feelings of being ostracized and unwelcomed by graffiti on campus, to the feelings of homesickness and depression with nobody to turn to but the waiting times at CAPS, to housing insecurity, Couch surfing, living in your car, sleeping in spaces on campus, or just having the insecurity of passing this last quarter of classes and walking in these graduations today. It might sound a little bit cheesy, but the struggle is real. You have your own story to tell, and nobody could take that from you. So yeah. I do still think back to that email, that moment. And I kind of stand here with wonder today. Like, is this really happening? You know, am I graduating from UCSD? Am I the representative for the class of 2017? And yeah, and, and, and I guess I'm the one from that email who gets to tell this to you today. Congratulations, Tritons. And we, we carry on with that identity binding us to this community as we push on to write the next chapter in our lives. Tomorrow, the opening paragraph of that chapter will be finding the next step, whether it be studying for the MCAD or the GRE, crafting that resume for the dream job, doing cold emails for the graduate school recommendation, or simply fighting to reclaim your self-identity in your hometown again. Of course, as His holiness has taught us, there is service before self, And giving back to your community, the communities that raised you. That struggle, the essence of the human experience, will continue. But today, today is a celebration for you, for your story, for the stories that you've heard and you carry with you, for the communities that raised you, for your family, for your significant others, and for all of the loved ones that made the sacrifices to make today possible. Because today, being an alum of UC San Diego gets to be a part of our story. And nobody could take that from us. In solidarity, thank you.
6: Good morning and congratulations to this amazingly talented class of 2017. My name is Peter Cowie and I have the privilege of serving as the executive vice chancellor of the university, its chief academic officer. Our priority at UCSD is to take the greatness of the research of our faculty and meld it into an educational experience that will transform your lives. And we've just heard from your selected speaker how it has transformed his. The one thing I want to say to the family and friends and loved ones of all graduating today is that reputation for research translates into classrooms where hard work and rigorous standards of achievement are expected. So no matter how it looks when your sons or daughters were sleeping on the couch during break, when they were a little slow on responding to an email, you should know that they have worked exceedingly hard to come here today, and they have every right to be proud of the degree that they're about to receive. The one thing that all of my colleagues on the faculty hope is that as you leave UCSD, with all the facts and the theories that you've learned, that the one thing that remains central to your life as a real discovery here is a sense of intellectual adventure and societal commitment. And we look forward to hearing about your achievements in the years to come. I'm now going to introduce the deans of the academic divisions and schools who will present their candidates for degrees as recommended by the college provost. Candidates, each dean will ask you to rise and be recognized at the appropriate time. Once all the deans have presented their candidates for degrees, Chancellor Kosla will invite all graduates to rise for the conferral of your degrees. So to get us started, it's my pleasure to introduce the Dean of Arts and Humanities, Christina della Coletta. Christina.
7: Arts and Humanities graduates, please rise. <laughs> Chancellor Kosla, fellow administrators, faculty, colleagues, students, and families. I am proud to present the graduating students from the Division of Arts and Humanities. These these graduates, who soon will have in hand their diplomas from the University of California, San Diego, are receiving Bachelor of Arts, Master of Arts, Doctors of Philosophy, and Doctor of Music Arts degrees from the Division's six departments. History literature, music, philosophy, theater and dance, and visual arts, Plus the following programs, Chinese studies, classical studies, German studies, Italian studies, Japanese studies, Jewish studies, program for the study of religion, Russian, East Europeans and Eurasian studies, science studies and third world studies. I commend you all, especially our first generation graduates for your remarkable achievement. It is a great honor and responsibility to share and celebrate with your family, friends, and colleagues. As artists and humanists, your legacies will strengthen the reputation of our nationally ranked departments. The humanities teach us to read and write with passion and rigor. They empower us to read across different times, languages, and cultures, Opening up channels of empathy, the humanities link us together in the ability to marvel at our diversity and to realize our shared lives on a planet whose resources we must cherish and protect. By shaping our understanding of the human condition, the humanities commit us to greater accountability over our shared experiences. The arts train us to think and to speak, to move and see, to hear and and live to our fullest human potential. Our experimental art departments do not simply describe and demonstrate skills and practices to future artists. They boldly empower artists to make art, the whole complex, changing and exhilarating process of it. As universities face increasing pressure to put students on a defined vocational path, we maintain that capacities developed in the arts and humanities are as valuable in the workplace as they are in each student's development as a high-functioning citizen. As you transfer your arts and humanities degrees into the world beyond campus, I urge you to always remember the ethical core of humanism, an unwavering commitment to the common good and to the prime principles of equity, diversity, and inclusion. Chancellor Kosla, it is my great pleasure to ask you to grant these students the degrees they have rightfully earned. Congratulations, graduates. You may be seated.
6: And now we turn to the Division of Biological Sciences, which is led by Dean Bill McGinnis. Bill?
8: Chancellor Kosla. I present to you the class of 2017 from the Division of Biological Sciences. These graduates are from each, why don't you all stand up, all you Biological Science graduates. There's a lot of them out there. These graduates have earned degrees in the eight different undergraduate biology major programs in biology, uh, general biology, Biochem and cell biology. Biology with a specialty in bioinformatics. Ecology, behavior, and evolution. Uh, Human biology. Microbiology. Molecular biology. And physiology and neuroscience. Our graduates also include those who have earned combined uh, master's and bachelor's degrees and those who have earned PhDs in the biological sciences. Congratulations to all of you and your supportive families on achieving this well-earned milestone in your lives. Way to go. This is a great uh, achievement on your part, but also only one step forward in a lifetime of learning that will be enriched by your UC San Diego experience. I'll tell you one thing that I read as a senior in college that inspired me to pursue learning as a vocation and avocation. Uh, it's from a book called The Once, in, Once and Future King by T.H. White. It's about uh, King Arthur, the young King Arthur. And uh, it's some advice that Merlin gave to uh, young King Arthur, and it seems very appropriate given the current societal climate. Merlin said, the best thing is to learn something. That's the only thing that never fails. You'll grow old and trembling. You'll miss your only love. You may see the world about you devastated by evil lunatics or know your honor trampled in the, base, in the sewers of baser mines There's only one thing for it then, to learn. Learn why the world wags and what wags it. That's the only thing the mind can never exhaust, never be tortured by, never fear or distrust, and never dream of forgetting. As all of you, our newest class of biology alumni, go on to careers as doctors, researchers, teachers, biotech entrepreneurs, and perhaps as Nobel laureates, as three of our former graduates have done, I urge you to remember how the lessons you've learned at UC San Diego have influenced your lives and careers. Chancellor Cosa, I ask you grant these outstanding students from the class of 2017 their degrees in the biological sciences. Okay, all you life science graduates, you may be seated now.
6: It's now my pleasure to introduce Dr. Al Pisano, the dean of the Jacobs School of Engineering. Jacobs School of
5: Engineering graduates, please rise. <laughs> Chancellor Koslov, it is my pleasure to present to you the candidates from the class of 2017 from the Jacobs School of Engineering. (laughs) Standing here is an exceptional group of people. Each person has put in extraordinary efforts to master both the fundamentals and the applications of their chosen discipline, but that's not all. They have become collaborative problem solvers, inventors, Thinkers, innovators, and leaders. And our mission at the Jacobs School of Engineering is to leverage engineering as a force for the public good. And our graduates are certainly the force for this. You are looking at aerospace engineers, <laughs> bioengineers, bioinformaticians, uh, uh, and systems biologists. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that guys. <laughs> Chemical engineers. Computational engineers. Computer scientists. Computer engineers. Data scientists. Electrical engineers. Environmental engineers. Engineering physicists. Engineering scientists. Materials engineers mechanical engineers, medical device engineers, nano engineers, structural engineers, systems engineers, and that's not all because we're still inventing new disciplines that will occur as the individuals prosecute their careers. So I ask you, Chancellor Kosla, to grant these graduates the degree they so rightfully earned so they can go forward and improve the world. (laughs) Candidates, you may be seated.
6: It's now my pleasure to introduce Dr. Steve Boggs, the Dean of Physical Sciences.
9: Will the graduates from the Division of Physical Sciences please stand? (laughs) Chancellor Kostler, I present to you the candidates for the bachelor's degree, master's degree, and doctoral degree candidates from 2017 from the Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry, the Department of Mathematics, The Department of Physics, and the bachelor's degree candidates from the Environmental Systems Program, and the doctoral degree candidates in Mathematics and Science Education. I came to UC San Diego this past January to become dean of the Division of Physical Sciences, and join the physics department as a faculty member. So this will be the first time that I will be able to proudly say to a graduating class, go Tritons. (laughs) Those of you graduating today with degrees in chemistry and biochemistry, in mathematics, and in physics, the bachelor's degree candidates from environmental assistance programs, and the doctoral degree candidates in mathematics and science educations, and your family and friends of you who have accompanied you here today, should be very proud. You should feel a sense of accomplishment. You have completed one of the most challenging courses of study at our university. I can assure you that the challenges that you have overcome during your time at UC San Diego will serve you well in whatever career or additional course of study you pursue. But remember that success in life is more than a good job and career. As you enter your professional lives, remind yourselves of the message His Holiness delivered today. Remind yourselves that to achieve a fulfilling life, you must, be able, you must also strive to use the skills you've developed to make the future a brighter world. Think about how you can use what you learned at this university to improve society. Develop a sense of global responsibility and a commitment to serve humanity. As Chancellor Kosla has said, these are the ideals that we aim to convey and instill in our students and graduates at UC San Diego. Chancellor Kosa, I ask that you grant these outstanding students in the Division of Physical Sciences from the class of 2017 their undergraduate and graduate degrees in chemistry and biochemistry, mathematics, and physics with all the rights attached to them. And go Tritons! You may be seated.
6: We now turn to the Division of Social Sciences and the Associate Dean of Social Sciences, Dr. John Evans. John.
3: Social Science graduates, please rise. Chancellor Kosla, I present to you the candidates for bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in the division of social sciences. These are the enormously dedicated students of anthropology, <laughs> communication, <laughs> cognitive science, education studies, ethnic studies, economics, <laughs> linguistics, political science, psychology, and sociology. They're also students of critical gender studies, global health, human development, Latin American studies, and urban studies and planning. Today, we are graduating 2,000 undergraduates and 200 graduate students. Graduates, look around you. You have worked hard on the issues that matter, some of the most pressing issues of our time. You have worked in our community and in communities across the globe. You have sought to understand humans as individuals and as groups. You have studied how people in diverse communities describe themselves, make choices, and decisions. When I think of social sciences, I think of the many different ways that we approach the science of society. Theory to action. We're at the forefront of vital work, fundamental work, practical work, and theoretical heavy lifting that is needed to advance taking action. The world's problems, as we know, are complex and profound, and they need the social sciences to address them effectively. From global climate change to inequality, inequality in income, education, and health, from public safety to political gridlock, these issues all have roots in society. Their solutions require you, as social scientists, to work alongside people from many different fields and many different backgrounds, and they require thinking in novel ways. It's what you've been doing here at UC San Diego, and it is what I urge you to keep doing. So Chancellor Kosla, I recommend these dedicated students to you and ask that you grant them degrees that they have worked so hard for so they can go out into the world and continue to make a difference and bring with them our lessons about the power of empathy leading to action. Graduates, you may be seated.
6: I would like to introduce Dr. Chris Sampathrak, the Associate Dean of the School of Global Policy and Strategy. Will
10: the graduates from the School of Global Policy and Strategy and International Studies program please rise. Chancellor Kosla, I present the class of 2017. Standing before you are are students from the International Studies Program who have completed their Bachelor of Arts degree. Candidates for the Master of International Affairs and Master of Advanced Studies International Affairs and students who have completed the five-year consecutive Bachelor of Arts and Master of International Affairs degrees. Today, we celebrate the 29th graduating class from the School of Global Policy and Strategy. You come from across the globe to be part of a world-class network of researchers, faculty, and alumni, and have contributed enormously to the community. The international study program has grown to become the largest undergraduate interdisciplinary major in the university. These students study broadly across the social science and humanities, but share a deep interest in the issues, events, and cultures of the world. Both graduate and undergraduate students of international affairs excel in a rigorous academic setting, but also engage outside the classroom in student groups, community service, and career development. They have each developed a regional expertise that will take them into the world with purpose. You will pursue careers that will make the world better, allow you to be leaders in industries that tackle global challenges, and take your place in public service. Keep your passion, keep your compassion, and stay curious. You have built lifelong friendships, and intellectual bonds at UC San Diego. Look at each other today and see not just your classmates, but your friends, people whom you will rely on for the rest of your life. Finally, today, you join the ranks of the distinguished UC San Diego alumni community and take with you the ability to look at a problem offer solutions, and change people's lives. I congratulate all of you. (laughs) Chancellor Kosla, these candidates have successfully completed the requirements to graduate today. I ask you to grant them the degrees that they have rightfully earned and award them all the rights and privileges due.
6: Let me next uh, introduce our Dean of the Rady School of Management, Dean Robert Sullivan.
11: Will the candidates for the degree of Doctor of Philosophy and the candidates for the degree Master of Business Administration, the candidates for the degree Master of Finance, and the candidates for the inaugural degree, Master of Science in Business Analytics, all from the Rady School of Management, please rise. (laughs) Chancellor Kossler, it's my great honor to present these candidates who have distinguished themselves in so many ways. The PhD candidates, this is our second year of graduating doctoral candidates, will be joining the ranks of esteemed faculty and researchers around the world uh, in all parts of the world. The MBA candidates from both the full-time MBA class, the Flex Evening class, and the Flex Weekend classes continue to build on our school's identity identity for innovation, community engagement, and impact. Some of the MBA candidates will join innovation ecosystems by being entrepreneurs and by joining and starting companies. Since the school was created in 2003, since the first graduating class, which was in 2006, there are well over 120 companies that are alive, employing, creating capital, that have had at least one founder that is an alum from the Rady School. Others from the MBA class will innovate and be leaders in established companies such as Cisco and IBM, Qualcomm, Illumina, and more. All will make a positive difference in the successes of their respective organizations. Our Master of Finance students, this is the third year for the Master of Finance students, similarly will continue to push the envelope in financial modeling, analytics, and financial innovation. Our finance students are taking up positions literally all over the world, many in the United States, many in every part and every corner of the world, working in complicated analytical finance. Our Master of Science in Business Analytics graduates are entering a new new and dynamic industry where they'll shape the strategic direction of companies such as Amazon and Google, Qualcomm and others. This is the first class to graduate with these graduate degrees in business analytics at the University of California, San Diego and in fact, within the University of California in general. So it was 13 years ago that the Rady School was created with the intention of producing entrepreneurial and innovative and ethical business leaders will make a positive impact on the world. So Chancellor Kostler, all of these candidates have met the very high standards of their respective graduate degree programs. I ask that you present them, you please grant them their respective degrees. So graduates, please be seated.
6: It is now my pleasure to introduce the Vice Chancellor and Dean of Marine Sciences, Dr. Margaret Leinen.
12: Will the graduates from the School of Marine Sciences please rise. Chancellor Kosla, it is my great pleasure to present you the graduate candidates from the School of Marine Sciences and Scripps Institution of Oceanography. After long hours in the lab, out at sea, above and underwater, on mountaintops, up in the clouds, on top of glaciers, even those in Tibet. On fault lines and more, I want to congratulate you on this achievement. As our newest bachelors, masters, and doctoral graduates, you will be the shapers and innovators of our future and the future of our planet. You are the marine biologists and ecologists, the earth scientists, Physical and biological oceanographers, atmospheric and marine chemists who will take the reins to address the world's most pressing environmental challenges. You are helping us to identify and address climate change impacts and how to adapt to these changes. You are finding new cures for human disease from the ocean. Inventing new technologies for observing the planet and helping address and forecast threats from natural hazards. Thank you for your contributions and commitment to help us now and in the future. As you leave campus today, be confident in the knowledge, strengths, and skills that you have developed here as you work to address complex global problems, chart the unknown and continue innovating for the greater good. All of our innovation, our creativity, our exploration and discovery is not. If in that intelligence and discovery we have destroyed the sustainability of this planet, our home... I charge you to assist the 7 billion people on this planet and those to come with understanding and protecting the planet. (laughs) Chancellor Kosla, I enthusiastically ask you to grant these remarkable candidates the degrees that they have earned so that they may go forward with this vital work. Congratulations, graduates. You may be seated.
6: And now, uh, our last, but certainly not least, part of the University of California, San Diego. It's my pleasure to introduce Dr. David Brenner, the Vice Chancellor and Dean of Health Sciences. Congratulations, class of
2: 2017, all of you, thank you. Two of our professional schools held their commencement ceremonies in recent weeks the School of Medicine and the Skagg School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences. They're done celebrating and they're now off to their careers in medicine and pharmacy. I invite the candidates for the Bachelor of Science in Public Health to please stand. You have made a commitment to improve the quality of health in San Diego and beyond. Thank you so much for this commitment. Chancellor Kostler. I enthusiastically ask you to grant these outstanding candidates the degrees that they have earned so they may go forward and change the world. Congratulations, Health Sciences graduates.
6: You've seen the amazing breadth of the educational enterprise here. Congratulations to all of our graduates and now, Chancellor Kosla, it is my pleasure to present to you, standing as a unified class, the UC San Diego class of 2017. Chancellor Kosla.
2: Thank you. Who would know, or who would have predicted that between you and your degree would stand one person, and that's me. But I'm a reasonable chancellor. I listen to my deans, I listen to my provost, I listen to my vice chancellors, I listen to my faculty, and I really don't want to be in the way of my students. So, having said that, upon the recommendation of the provost of our six colleges and the faculty of the University of California, San Diego, and by virtue of the authority vested in me by the regents and the president of the University of California, I confer upon you the bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees to which you are entitled with all the honors, recognition, and responsibilities pertaining thereto. Congratulations. That's off to you. So, I just want to finish this off, please, please be seated. Uh, Very quickly, I want to remind you that you join a family of nearly 180,000 Tritons now. This is 9,000, we are graduating 9,000 students, the largest class by ever, and thereby contributing to the economy of not just California, but of the USA. And UC San Diego is extremely proud of you. So as you walk away from here, take your memories with you, keep your memories with you, and remember, this is your home. Take a piece of UC San Diego with you. This is your home. Make it part of your mental model, your mental image, and do come back and visit us. And I can promise you that we, the faculty, and the administration. We are here to take care of this place, which is your university. This is your university we are taking care of. So please come home and visit us every so often. Congratulations one more time, class of 2017. And back to Ricky. You're doing doing a tassel turn now? Okay. (laughs)
0: Hello again. So, as you heard in a long speech, you know what UC San Diego means to me. And I want to say thanks on behalf of myself and the institution for everybody who's made their contributions to the senior class gift of 2017. If you haven't done so yet... um, Consider joining your fellow Tritons and showing what this school has meant to you, embodying the philanthropic spirit of our campus, as well as our keynote speaker, and having a direct and lasting impact on our community to come. And by the way, it's $20.17. And with that, with incredible honor, I would like to proceed into the turning of the tassel for the graduating class of 2017 at UC San Diego. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Okay. Before we finish, one more time, join me in thanking His Holiness, the 14 Dalai Lama, for his gracious presence. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.